What's up, everybody? Welcome to the NFL Week 7 Fantasy Deep Dive on Gridiron Authority Podcast. My name's Keith Thorne. With me, as always, is Mike Adams. Mike, what can they expect in this episode? Uh, we're going to be talking about the guys you need to start at each position, the guys you need to avoid, and some sleeper picks to look out for. So, got a lot to cover in this episode. Let's get to it. All right, let's dive right in. Mike, who are your top five quarterbacks to start this week? Uh, I'm going uh, number one. Uh, I've been critical of this team, but I like this player. I'm going Matt Ryan uh, against the Rams. Uh, despite adding Jalen Ramsey to the secondary, now they, you know, they're permanently without Marcus Peters. Now Aqib Talib is is uh, on IR. They haven't had a great pass rush this year. Uh, and again, the, the Falcons are going to throw it 50 times a game. So Matt Ryan through six games has over 2000 yards and 15 touchdowns in six games. Um, he, he himself is putting up good numbers, um, despite how critical I've been of the Falcons and Dan Quinn and his, his play calling and everything like that on the offense. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's going to put up huge numbers against the Rams. Uh, and, and I just look out for him for sure. Uh, number two, I'm going uh, Patrick Mahomes against the Broncos. I know he's had a, a, a few, I don't want to say mediocre weeks because they're, they're great weeks compared to other quarterbacks. But in terms of Pat Mahomes, he's been fairly quiet the last two, three weeks. Um, I expect him to have a big game against the Denver Broncos on, on Thursday night football. Um, and like I said, despite you know slowing down in terms of Pat Mahomes style, uh, he still has over 2,100 yards. He still has 14 touchdowns. So I expect a big game from him. Uh, I'm also looking for a big game from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I know this year he hasn't put up the stats that we're used to seeing for an Aaron Rodgers season and, and fantasy impact. Uh, and I'm saying that as a guy that has, has Aaron Rodgers on his fantasy team. Um, but I'm expecting him to put up pretty good numbers against the Raiders. The Raiders' pass defense hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't been great. Um, and, but, uh, as far as I've heard, Devonte Adams is supposed to be back. Um, getting some other guys back for that offense. Uh, they've been running the ball well, setting up the play action. I expect, uh, Aaron Rodgers to kind of, you know, finally capitalize and have that Aaron Rodgers style game, that 300 yards and three touchdowns or four touchdowns, uh, against the Raiders. So I'm expecting a big game from him. Uh, and then I'm, I'm going with the hot wheel. I'm going with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's been playing out of his mind the last couple of weeks, uh, going against the Indianapolis Colts who still have some injuries on the defense. It's still a good defense, but, uh, I think the Texans are going to be able to take advantage of that, um, take advantage of, of those injuries. So, uh, I expect Deshaun Watson to kind of keep the ball rolling and, and have another big game. Uh, and then last but not least, kind of sticking with another hot quarterback. I'm going Kyler Murray against the Giants. The Giants don't have a very good defense. We know that. Um, and Kyler Murray's been hot. You know, he's been putting up the numbers. He's been putting up the yards. Uh, he's finally starting to get those touchdowns that, that we've been looking for. Uh, the Cardinals are on a two-game win streak. They're looking to actually get back to 500. Uh, if they win this game, they're going to be 3-3-1 three, three and one overall, um, which through seven games, that's that's as much as you could hope for for that team. And, and a big part of that is Kyler Murray. Uh, and as I talked about in our, our, uh, our actual episode, our, our review episode this week, uh, they've been using David Johnson out of the backfield a ton. Uh, he's been running the ball pretty well. He's been catching the ball, I think, phenomenally for a running back, has over 30 catches right now. 
um, through uh, six games. So uh, they're using David Johnson. They're using Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, and, and they're going to throw the ball a lot against this Giants defense. So those are my five to my top five to look out for this week. I like the top five. I got a couple of them, and and they're both in the same game. I really like Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. Um, on paper, they don't look great because they're going against two really good defenses, Baltimore and Seattle. But Lamar Jackson last week kind of reverted back to that uh, run first mentality where he had you know over 100 yards and a touchdown. And he passed pretty decent. So I expect him to keep that up. And at this point, I think he's kind of a must start. And then the other one, Russell Wilson, I said it in our review episode. He's my favorite at this point in the season. If if the season ended today, he'd be the MVP in my mind. No, no doubt. So uh, it doesn't matter if they get off to slow start. This guy is, is balling out this year. And I expect Russell Wilson to have a big game. Um, and then the third one I'm just going to throw in there. I actually like, you know, we say every week start somebody against the the Dolphins, but I actually like Josh Allen's matchup with the Dolphins. Uh, He runs the football as well, so I kind of expect him to have a big game too. Do you got any to look out for maybe to avoid this week? Um, I mean, just kind of some obvious ones. I'd I'd avoid Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I don't think many people were really looking to start him, but – you know, I know he has those sporadic games where he he looks like an MVP style quarterback, but that's not going to happen. The Dolphins are still bad with him starting. Um, but on a more you know realistic level, um, I'm going uh, Philip Rivers against the Titans. Uh, the oh, Titans. I thought you were going to say Dak Prescott. I mean, dude. Well, this show's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm going. I'm going Philip Rivers against the the Titans. Uh, you know, they the Titans got shut out last week, but uh, the defense still played well. Um, Philip Rivers has been struggling this year. He hasn't really gotten it going yet this year. Uh, and the Titans, despite being two and four, again their defense is still good. Um, so I mean, I'm I'm looking at Philip Rivers. I don't think again. I don't think he's going to have a bad game. I don't think he's going to throw for 150 yards and four interceptions or anything. But I mean, I see him thrown for, you know, 250 yards and and probably an interception, maybe two. So uh, I'd, I'd avoid him, I think. I think the other one that I would kind of avoid is Jared Goff, for sure. I mean, it, it, he's up there. It looks like a favorable matchup because the Falcons defense has been playing awful, but so is Jared Goff. Um uh, it, it's kind of a trap game to me. You look at him on paper, you're like, man, I got to start him. He's got a really favorable matchup, but he just isn't playing well. So um, obviously if you've taken him high in the draft, you got to start him. And really when I kind of say avoid him, I'm, I'm really thinking about like DFS leagues. If you're playing DraftKings, I wouldn't pick him because of his favorable matchup. I would just kind of avoid him in that situation. So just be cautious there. Um, all right. So let's go over our top five running backs. Um, I got a guy who's just been crazy on the ground this year, and that's Leonard Fournette at number one. And until he's proven otherwise, I'm going to keep going with him because the guy's just running like crazy. I like his matchup against Cincinnati. We've seen how bad the defense there has been all year. Um, I expect him to have a big game. Um, Number two, I'm going to go Ezekiel Elliott. Even though they lost the last week, um, he still played well. And I keep saying – if they want to get this thing back on track and if they want to get off to the fast start that the Cowboys need, they've got to get Ezekiel Elliott rolling early. Um, you know, Dak Prescott's been throwing for a crazy amount of yards, but I don't think they need to. They've got Ezekiel Elliott, who's one of the best running backs in the game. Just hand him the ball. 
and I think they will this week, and I, I think he gets on track. Um, another guy that I think it, it sounds like he's starting, and I think he goes straight to the top is Saquon Barkley again. Uh, a lot of fantasy owners will be really happy to have him back. So I got Saquon Barkley going against Arizona. Should be a top play. Um, Dalvin Cook against Detroit. Detroit actually has a really good defense this year, but the sheer volume that Dalvin Cook can put up, plus the fact that Kirk Cousins actually has been connecting with his receivers, which is going to pull some people out of the box, allow Dalvin Cook to have a big game. So I expect him to have a big game. And then the last one for me, I'm going to go Derek Henry. Um, the Chargers haven't been playing well. But Ryan Tannehill is going to start for Tennessee Titans. And I think they're going to pound the rock with Derrick Henry early and often, and I expect him to have a big game. So do you got need to add to that? Uh, Yeah, kind of a, a retaliation for that Dak Prescott comment. I'm going uh, <laughs> Philip. I'm going Philip Lindsay against the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs. Are you I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, the, I mean, we've talked about the Chiefs have a, I mean, honestly, they're kind of on a, his, a historically bad run defense at the moment. Uh, and Philip Lindsay's been hot. Uh, he, he's been running the ball well the last few weeks. Uh, you know, they finally wised up and decided to actually make him the feature back and give him the feature back carries and, and is paying dividends. Uh, and, and now he's going against a bad rush defense uh, on a short week where they're not going to have as much time to prepare for, you know, prepare for that, that running game. So uh, I, I think uh, Lindsay's a, a great matchup. And, and you know, it really disappoints me because what can the Chiefs do at this point to to fix this defense? I think it starts with tackling. If they can just tackle better, they have a chance to stop Philip Lindsay. But until until they they do it, I I can't argue with that. I can't argue with him um, being a top play here. Yeah, and 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 the thing with the Chiefs, it's they've got they've got solid talent. I mean, it's not like they're lacking talent on the defensive side. I think the. The problem is, is one, they're out of position a lot. I think that comes from a coaching, uh, that, that, that's from coaching right there. Um, they're just kind of out of position. Uh, and two, like you said, it's just bad tackling. Um, and I, I don't know if it's a lack of effort or just bad form or, or what it, or a combination of both, honestly, but, but, uh, something about the defense just isn't clicking despite having, like I said, they, they've got adequate talent. Um, they've got mid-level defense talent, but they're playing like a, you know, a bottom level defense, honestly. So I went back and watched the film on the chiefs this week. And, and one thing I noticed, and, and this bodes well for Philip Lindsay owners and Royce Freeman owners, but any running back that has a low center of gravity and can run hard, the chiefs tackle up around the head and shoulders. So if, if you're driving your legs, those running backs are the ones that, that are dominating the chiefs. And I feel like, like Philip Lindsay, even though he's quicker, he still runs with that low center of gravity power that is going to be a, a tough matchup for the Chiefs. I think the thing that could slow him down is just um, if Mahomes scores early and often, which hasn't been happening in the last three weeks. So I like your pick here. Yeah. Yep. Else you want to add to running backs? Uh, no, I think I think we covered most of the ones I think to look out for, really. All right, so let's cover some. Some you want to avoid at the running back position. I'm going to start with Le'Veon Bell. Um, obviously, New England's defense has just been a shutdown defense in all phases of the game this year, and uh, I just don't expect Le'Veon Bell to break out that much. I think that they do compete, and I know you picked the Jets to upset New England this week, but I just don't think Le'Veon Bell's a sure start in this one. 
I mean, I I think I think it's a tough matchup. I I think personally, I think he's going to get volume though. Um, not saying that he's going to have big plays, but I think just you talked about Dalvin Cook and that sheer volume that he's going to have. I think uh, Le'Veon Bell is going to have the same thing. Uh, against the Patriots so again I don't it's not necessarily that I think he's gonna get 200 total yards of offense but from a PPR standpoint you know I think he's gonna touch the ball 25 times uh, and with five or six or seven of those being catches so um, that's kind of why I was going with the Jets there I think just sheer volume on that one but um, I for me personally I think a running back to avoid um this week is adrian peterson uh he's coming off he actually had 100 yards rushing against the dolphins um i think a lot of people are going to get psyched up about that and think you know okay adrian peterson's got it going again he's ready to go they're going to forget that the dolphins have the worst defense in football and now they're going against you know the redskins are going against what i've said repeatedly is the best defense in football uh in the san francisco 49ers i mean this is a team that has just annihilated everyone they've played on uh on the defensive side of the ball. So, uh, or on the offensive side of the ball. So, uh, I think that's a bad matchup. Again, I think people are going to get hyped up over that hundred yard game, but it's, it's a bad matchup. And I got one more to add in that same trend of, of a guy that goes off against not a particularly good defense. And that's, I'm going to go with Marlon Mack. Um, he played, he's a true number one running back. He's played really well this year, but against Kansas city, he just ran all over him. I don't know that he's going to do the same thing this week against the Texans. It's going to be, I feel like this is going to have to be a more high flying, uh, high scoring game going against that Texans offense. So I would say just, you know, I'm not going to say completely stay away from him. He's still a good solid RB two, but once again, if you're playing like daily fantasy, he might not be the best pick in this matchup. All right. So who are your top five wide receivers going into this week? Uh, number one, uh, I'm, I made the mistake, uh, of not putting him into a lineup last week, uh, cause I wasn't sure about his health and I'm going Tyree kill number one, uh, f- you know, first full game of the season this last week had two touchdowns, had a lot of big plays, put up a lot of fantasy points. Uh, I think it's going to happen again. Uh, he, he's got fresh legs. Now we're starting to hit that midpoint of the season or getting close to the midpoint. Some people are starting to slow down. He's still got the fresh legs. He's still running fast. Uh, I think it's a bad matchup for the Broncos. Uh, and like I said, I think Pat Mahomes is going to have a good bounce back game. Uh, and I think a big part of that's going to be Tyree kill. Uh, one of the things that I know you didn't get to see, because I know you didn't get to watch all of the chiefs game, but he didn't actually play the full game. He, they put him in in certain packages, but there was a lot of times the chiefs offense on the field, he's sitting on the sidelines and he still had two touchdowns. So I I agree with you. He's, he's, he's huge this week. Uh, and, and another one I talked about, uh, yeah, I talked about his quarterback a little bit ago, but I'm going Julio Jones against, uh, against the Rams. And again, I, I, I'm, I half expect Jalen Ramsey to be matched up against him, but at the same time, I, I kind of feel like the Rams may avoid putting Ramsey on Julio Jones right now until he learns the defensive scheme a little bit more. Uh, they may not want to leave him out there by himself, uh, in a new scheme when he's not sure of where other people are going to be in terms of support. Uh, so I could see Julio Jones getting some good matchups against some lesser corners in that game. Uh, and then again, it's, it's still Julio Jones at the end of the day. I mean, the guy, the guy to me 
uh, is the best the best overall receiver in football, honestly. And he's got a great quarterback throwing him the ball, and I think he's got a favorable matchup. So uh, I'm going I'm going Julio Jones right there. Uh, number three, I'm actually going uh, Amari Cooper uh, for the Cowboys. He had a he had a quiet game this past week against the Jets, uh, but he has been Dak Prescott's number one uh, receiver throughout the season. Uh, he, he, uh, he gets a lot of, you know, a lot of volume in terms of, you know, targets and and things like that. He's got a favorable matchup against the Eagles. The Eagles defense hasn't been very good this year. Uh, they've been mediocre at best, honestly. Uh, I think he's going to be looking to have a bounce back game. It's a division game. It's a big division game for first place in the, in, in the division. So, uh, I expect, uh, I expect, uh, Amari Cooper to have a big game. Uh, it out when they're playing from behind so okay well this is done again (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can't can't. Uh, number number four i'm going tyler lockett for the seahawks uh i know you've talked about russell wilson being the mvp uh well you know his number one target tyler lockett 35 catches 450 yards three touchdowns on the season uh, now he's going against the Ravens, who have a banged-up secondary. They're bringing in Marcus Peters. Um, we both know, as as you know, you're a, you know Chiefs are your number one team, and you know I'm a big fan of the Chiefs. Uh, we all know that Marcus Peters is prone to give up big plays. Um, he gets a little too uh, you know a little too aggressive going after the interception and the flashy plays, and tends to get burned a lot. Uh, and I expect that to happen against Tyler Lockett, honestly. So uh, that's my number four. Uh, fantasy receiver, uh, and then number number five, I'm actually going uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, hasn't had as big a year as a lot of people thought he would have, um, but I think right now teams are starting to kind of cover Will Fuller a little bit more because he's been Deshaun Watson's number one target. I think that's going to start giving. Uh, Hopkins some matchups and and more of that one-on-one coverage I expect Hopkins to have a big week this week against the Colts um, I expect the Texans to put up a lot of points and, and Hopkins is going to be a big part of that so uh, those are my five I like that list um, one of the ones I got on here one of the guys on my team that I've been absolutely thrilled with this year Cooper Cup uh, going against the Falcons, we talked about the Falcons' defense. I'm not the biggest believer in Jared Goff, but even in Jared Goff's worst games, Cooper Cup is scoring a lot of points. Uh, last last week, obviously, he didn't. He only had 1.7 points, but um, the the four weeks before that were 12.6, 22.1, 17.9, 17.7, and he's the fourth best wide receiver in all of fantasy. And going against the Falcons, I, I like that matchup, so I got Cooper Cup up there. And uh, another guy I got up there, I actually like Keenan Allen in this game. Uh, they got to get him going. And, I, and I've talked about this being a, a must win for the Chargers right now. He's had a, really an abysmal year. But I think if they're going to win, it's got to be Keenan Allen. And I expect him to do that this week. Need to stay away from him? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at Michael Thomas, honestly. Um, just from the standpoint of the defense he's going against, obviously, I, I think Bridgewater's played uh, exceptionally well. Uh, Michael Thomas is still putting up great stats. He still has over 50 catches. He has over six touchdowns, um, does only have three touchdowns, which isn't amazing for a number one receiver, especially in fantasy. Um, but he's still putting up good stats. Um, I just think it's a bad matchup. I think uh, the, the Bears are coming off a bye week. 
the defense, has, you know, they've been preparing for the Saints for two weeks now. They've been pre- preparing for a way to to stop Michael Thomas. So uh, just from a matchup standpoint, I think it's a bad matchup for Thomas. It's a bad matchup for Bridgewater. Um, and, and so that that's why I'm going with with uh, Michael Thomas. Look, you know, maybe definitely don't start him as a wide receiver number one. Wide receiver number two, maybe, but um, definitely not a number one. The, the one I'm going to go with, and he kind of followed the same, you know, Michael Thomas went off two weeks ago and then had a down week last week. I see the same thing happening this week with Stephon Diggs. Um, everyone thinks that the Vikings have miraculously fixed their offense, but Thielen had a big game, then Diggs had a big game, and now they're going against the Lions, who I think are an underrated team, have a great defense. Um and I think that Steph Diggs goes back to what he had been doing all year, which is you know, maybe three or four catches for 56 yards. So definitely not a, a wide receiver one or really a two. So a three-year flex option. And it's one of those, I like to call them trap games because a guy goes off and then somebody goes out and grabs and puts him in a starting lineup and then they you know come back to earth. So I think Steph Diggs for me is one to watch out for. Yeah, for sure. So let's go over our top five tight ends here. This is a, this one's going to be a little interesting because I've got a guy who's questionable at number one, and that's Evan Ingram. Um, I like his matchup. The Arizona Cardinals have been the absolute worst team at defending tight ends. Um, With the addition of Saquon Barkley, they're going to have to load the box up and it's going to let some of these guys like Evan Ingram, who at this point is, is definitely the best receiver on the giants right now. Um, he's going to let him get open and, and Daniel Jones is going to find him off. And if he plays, which it, all, all things are pointing to him playing. So I've got him at number one. Um, number two, I got Travis Kelsey against Denver. He always brings it against Denver. So uh, playing in prime time on Thursday night, I expect him and, uh, and Mahomes to hook up for a, a score at least and in, in probably 70, 80 yards. So I like him. Uh, number three for me is going to be George Kittle. He's been playing really well, undefeated San Francisco 49ers. They haven't been playing the best offensive ball, but they're going against the Redskins, who have a really bad defense right now. So I got George Kittle in there at number three. Um, Number four, I'm actually going to go Darren Waller against the Green Bay Packers. actually just got an alert that said Darren Waller has been re-signed and extended through the 2023 season. So he's coming off a, a big payday. He's been a really reliable target for Derek Carr all year. And Green Bay is good defense, so I think that he's going to have to – Derek Carr's going to have to dump it off to Waller a lot. Um, the other one I'm going to say is I'm going to go with Delaney Walker against the Chargers. The Chargers right now are are struggling, and when you get a new quarterback in there with Ryan Tannehill, I think they're going to look Delaney Walker's way a lot. So that would be my top five. Who do you got? Uh I mean, I, I love the top five. Uh, the guy I'm adding, I'm kind of sticking with your your Kelsey motto or your Kelsey reasoning here. I'm going Jason Witten against the Eagles. Uh, if you look back on his his career, uh, some of his best games, some of his biggest moments have come against the Eagles. This is his first game against Philadelphia in two years. Uh, I think he's going to be really motivated. It's a big game, big moment, Sunday night football. Uh, I expect Witten to, to have a great game against the Eagles, so – uh, that, that's a guy I would definitely watch out for. Just an, another one to kind of add. And this is a guy who, who has been consistently great all week that I didn't have in my top five, but I think he's going to be right on the verge is Austin Hooper this year or this week. Um, he's had games of 16.7 and a PPR 
22, 13.6, 25.7. I mean, that's that's really a wide receiver two type season, and he's a tight end. So um, as of right now, he's the number one tight end in fantasy, and uh, I expect him to 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 bring it this week. Like I said, I don't know if he's quite going to be top five for me, but he's going to be close up there. Yeah, I, I mean, I wanted to put him on the list, and and honestly, had it not been for uh, you know sentiment toward Jason Witten, he would have been he would have been, I think, a pretty clear pick. But I'm I'm going, I'm letting my emotions get in my way. They're clouding my judgment at the moment, and that's why I picked Jason Witten over Hooper. So, <laughs> absolutely, and you know what? I actually read. Uh, so the the coordinator coming from Tampa Bay went to Atlanta. Tampa Bay last year, OJ Howard was one of the number one tight ends. Now the guy in Atlanta is the number one tight end, Austin Hooper, and OJ Howard's absolutely worthless. So uh, it, obviously that scheme is great for tight ends. So <laughs> in future years, watch where that coordinator goes and and see how the tight end position plays out there. Speaking of OJ Howard, um, he's going to be on my list to stay away from. And a matter of fact, I, I've been talking all year. I've been one of the people bitten by him all year. He's gone. I cut him finally, cut him completely free. I just don't think he brings anything to the table. I don't even have him in my top 20 this week. So that's my stay away from a tight end. A bold move. Dead to me. Absolutely dead <laughs> to me. He's, he's uh, cost me so many games this week or this year by not getting any points. So uh, he, he's gone. And now I'm kind of struggling. Don't have much tight end help. So we'll, uh, We'll, we'll work on that as the year goes on. All right. So as always, we're not really going to rank defenses too much here, but uh, do you have any defenses that have kind of good matchups you're looking forward to? Uh, Yeah. I mean, the 49ers against the Redskins. Uh, I mean, the Redskins could only muster uh, 17 points against the worst defense in football. Uh, I mean, a defense that was given up, I think, over 30 points a game, and the Redskins could only get 17. And now they're going against what I've said, again, repeatedly is the best defense in football. So uh, if you have the 49ers and you don't start them, then you're you're a terrible fantasy player, honestly. Um, the other one I'm looking at, um, again, I, the Bears against the Saints. Uh, I, I do believe, if I remember right, I think I picked the Saints to win this game. Um, but I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Uh, the saints just came out of a 13 to six game against the Jaguars. Uh, I think it's going to be that type of game. Um, and I, I mean, I expect the bears to have, you know, I think they're going to put up a lot of fantasy points this week. So, uh, those are, those are kind of my two to look out for. Mine's going to be, and this isn't a hard pick, but I got to go Buffalo bills versus Miami dolphins. Um, you know, going into Buffalo, they're starting Ryan Fitzpatrick, who we know can be good, but he's also a turnover machine. And the Buffalo Bills defense has been really good all year. So I, I expect them to do exactly what everyone's expecting. I think right now on some of the sites I've been looking at, they're the number one ranked defense. And and uh, not to break too far away from the defenses here, but as of last week, actually on the waiver wire pickup this round, the Bills defense was available in our league that we play in. So um, somebody picked him up off the waiver wire this week because Miami was playing them, but that's a that's a great one. Um, the other one, and, th- and this is kind of crazy that it's all NFC um, East here for or not NFC, sorry, AFC. The New England Patriots against the Jets. Um, the, the Patriots have been an absolutely insane scoring fantasy defense this year. Um, I know that they're the Jets are bringing back um, Sam Darnold. 
but I don't think that the New England Patriots slow down a bit, and I think that they have another big game. So that's my two. Any defensive matchups you want to stay away from? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the the Chiefs Broncos matchup. Uh, the Broncos defense, I think they've been playing honestly. They've been playing pretty lights out the last couple of weeks. Um, but again, I think that the Chiefs offense is starting to get healthy, um, especially with you know bringing back Tyree Kill and, and uh, getting some of the running backs healthy. Um, they're they're starting to look healthy. I think they're going to start you know finding the rhythm again. They're going to start clicking again and. And uh, it's it's on a short week, so the defense doesn't have time to prepare for uh, for that just caliber of offense, honestly. So um, I expect the Chiefs to put up some pretty big numbers against the Broncos. I like that pick, obviously. <laughs> no, the, the ones I've got look to look out for here, and it's in the same game, are the Lions and Vikings defenses. These are good defenses, but the way that the offense has been playing lately – I don't know that they're great starts right now. I mean, to me, they're kind of borderline top 15 right now, both of those. So uh, just just something to keep out for. I mean, the thing is, if you're in a 12-man league or a 10-man league and you have, a, you know, if you're in a top 15 defense, there's going to be top 10 defenses out there for you to grab. So um, we say it every week and we'll say it again because it's worth repeating. I, I've seen this so many times. That's why, like, in our league, Buffalo Bills defense is still sitting out there. Um, people don't want to change their defenses and kickers. They just want to draft a defensive kicker and keep them until the bye week and then switch them out. But in reality, there's good defenses out there. Every week you can go look at the matchups. So and when it comes to defense, you play the matchups like we talked about. Look at the top four or five defenses. You got the guys going against Miami, going against the Jets, going against the Redskins going against the Bengals, even with the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, like look out for these things and make moves and just stay active. We say it every week and and that's the key to winning. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, again, uh, I actually, this week I, um, I have my kicker, the number one fantasy kicker in football from, uh, Carolina, uh, Joey Sly, I think, uh, they're on bye week and I actually had to release him. Uh, because there are other good kickers out there. It's you know you never want to release the number one player at the position, but it's also a kicker. Uh, and I think I picked up like the number four or five fantasy kicker out there. So um, I mean, don't be afraid to make those moves. Um, obviously, don't release like a number one running back or number one wide receiver. But um, with kickers and defense and guys like that, or your you know your your wide receiver three you know twos or your flex positions. Um, you know, don't be afraid to, to move them around a little bit and, and take a risk on some other people if they're not, you know, performing how they need to. So, um, I mean, I, I think that's all I got. Absolutely. And if you're really interested in kickers, I'm trying to talk Mike into doing an hour long kicker breakdown episode. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> it's it, it's not can't, happening. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth, not worth the, the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you have any waiver wire pickups? I know that, like I said, a couple, you know, really defenses, kickers, they're always, you should work the waiver wire on those every single week. Um, same thing. We talked about it in the preseason. And this this year, quarterback has been so deep that if you're going into a bye week and you've got a guy, say, uh, that's struggling, it, you know, like it, or a couple weeks ago, if it would have been Kirk Cousins, go get one of those guys like a Jacoby Brissett. Um, Gardner Minshew, get some of these guys in there and start them for a week. There's no point in sticking with your backup 
because once again, kind of like kickers and defenses, a lot of times people will draft like a Pat Mahomes, and then they don't care who their backup is because they're not going to start him until the bye week. But you should still be replacing him, swapping him out, doing whatever to get that backup position the best you can possibly get because who knows when your starter's going down with an injury. So um, I think one of the positions you want to look for on the waiver wire right now, if you go look, I almost guarantee you in your league, you're going to see the top 10 available players are going to be quarterbacks. So weigh their matchups versus your backups matchups and don't be afraid to make moves. You got anything else to add to this episode, Mike? Uh, no, I think, I think we've covered everything. All right. And be sure to visit gridironauthority.com for more articles and information. Listen to our other episodes on the, on the week six review, week seven preview. And be sure to listen to our college football show if you're into that kind of thing. Mike, why don't you tell them where else they can find us? Uh, yeah, obviously, gridironauthority.com that Keith mentioned. Check us out there. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and in anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of those things. Uh, a lot more, honestly, that I'm not naming. So check us out on some of those. Uh, give us a like. Give us a follow. Uh, if you have any questions, let us know. Uh, we always love to answer questions or give feedback. So, and we like to hear the feedback too. So, uh, you know, make sure to listen.